that. Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama watcher wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. This week will be our final podcast for Still 17. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Drama Geek. I'm Carrie the Mockney. And I'm K Drama Jen. Coming at you this week with a bit of a cold, so that's why my voice sounds a little lower than normal. All right. So we are wrapping up Still 17, which was fabulous. Anyway, so for those who were watching with the hour-long episode numbers, that was episodes 14 through 16. And for those of us who got the half-hour episodes, that's episodes 28 through 32. And we got we got to see our Sao Jin and Wu Oh. <laughs> Gee, it's been long. <laughs> I know, it's, it's sorry. been so long. <laughs> but we got to see them through to the end, and I loved it. So, did we? So, what did we? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what did we think about the ending? Was it too wrapped up in a bow, or was it a perfect ending? Yeah. What do you guys think? I felt like um, it was. Wrapped up in a bow, but in a way that was just so, like, comforting. And, like, it, it was one of the sweetest, like, I, I was seriously crying and waving at the people as they were waving goodbye. And then they panned out and show the whole, like, crew and everything. Like, I, I loved the ending. I, I really liked it as well. Um, I know that I had issues when we did the um, Come Hug a Psycho. Where it's like, oh, it's all perfect, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like that perfect bow fit the story a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sweet from the beginning. It ended up sweet at the end. And I don't, I couldn't imagine it having a different ending. So I was happy. I also liked the ending. I thought that um, <clears throat> what Drama Geek sh- shared about the you know panning out at the end, that really was one of my favorite parts. Just because it felt like... A goodbye, not just to the characters, but to like the whole cast. Um, I also really liked that we sort of had that family feel at the end um, with Jennifer coming back with her shoes and all of that. Um, so I thought, yes, it was sort of a like wrapped up perfect little ending, but I thought it was sort of sort of like Carrie was saying early on, like that whimsical kind of feel to it. It sort of ended on a whimsical note as well. Absolutely. It was so gentle and it just fit the entire tone of the drama to have it in the way that it did. And yeah, we got to see the end of everyone's character growth arcs and it just it worked. So this is the kind of bow that I would love every drama to be tied with as long as it fits <laughs> the tone of the drama. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So we had quite a few fake outs at the end. Kind of like those things where you're like, oh no, his foot's going to be broken and he's not going to be able to row ever again. Or, you know, or, oh, he he went off to Germany without her. All those kind of good fake outs. Do we like him? Do we not like him? Um, I, I know that I thought they were good. I felt it w- felt a little rushed because it was so much at the end. But that might also be because I, I binge watched the last six episodes. So it was all together for me. What do you guys think? Yeah, for me, I, I think they're okay as long as they're not overdone. Um, and so it, I actually liked how he ended up. Um, you know, they showed him on the plane, the 
and I really kind of wasn't expecting that he was necessarily going to come back right away like that. I was worried that we were going to have a time jump for like two to three years or something. Um, so that fake out I liked. The the ankle thing um, with the rowing. It was just weird. Yeah, it just felt kind of like like it was going to be a much bigger deal. And then, then I was trying to figure out, wait, he just recovered in a couple of days? Like is. I don't know. Like that that part of it I was like I didn't think that that really necessarily even needed to be in the storyline because yeah. it ended up not really impacting the well, flow thought, of the plot. I thought he was going to have some big emotional hoopla where he had to like go on with his life past rowing or you know yeah, some me- big thing. And then it just was like, "Oh, well, you know, I was slightly hurt. We mention it once or twice just in passing later, but let's focus on my crush." And it's and, like, yeah, and look, I've recovered in three days, and it's a miracle because they've looked at the excuse me, they've looked at the X-rays, and and suddenly and everything good. is fine. Yeah, I don't. Well, know. I think it was maybe an excuse for him to be in the hospital at the same the same time as Saori, and also just kind of something to show that he pushes himself beyond his limits in everything. Mm. Yeah, that is true. I just don't know if this is the best way to show it. So but what other way, I don't know, what other way I could don't there know. be? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even sure if that needed to be added, though. Right. No, I felt his character was pretty well-rounded just in the slot they had put him in. I didn't really need that extra, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. And it was, I mean, it was great that he ended up in the hospital at the same time, but... Um, you know, he could have been hanging out in the rain and gotten a cold or something like the way they normally do. <laughs> Paper cut. True. Paper cut. You know. <laughs> I have to go to the hospital. And suddenly he's in a coma. So. <laughs> Coughing a little bit. Stomach yes. cancer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we caught no, it I just like in time. Better. Indige- indigestion. All he needs to do is prick his finger and, you know, get the bad blood out. And now he'll burp and he'll be hospital. fine. So anyway, <clears throat> I liked all the fake outs too. I liked, I liked how they turned the tropes on their heads, you know, so we got to skip the time jump, even though we thought maybe it was coming. Mm-hmm. I like that we got to skip it. So I, I thought the fake outs coming back around to that, I thought they worked. See, and for me, there's um, for the, his storyline and all of that, I, you have to take into consideration that because of the um, preemptions that they didn't allow them to actually finish out the number of episodes they were originally supposed to have. If I'm thinking How of the correct drama. How many were they drama, originally supposed to have? I think it was actually supposed I to be four more episodes, at least <laughs> two more. But I think it was supposed to be four more because I think it, it went from 36 episodes, which was the... An extra two hours. Yeah. So... I, they may have originally planned on going f- somewhere with that and then had to like back it down and not make it as big of a storyline for him. Mm. But I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, in, or it could have just originally been played out that way. Who knows? But <clears throat> I think with his character, if they were going to like have to shave anything off, that would be one of the places that they would have to do it. That and the, um, the ant and all of that resolution, I think. But as far as the fake It makes outs, me wonder what they... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, it makes me wonder what they dumped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hate when they do that. And then I'm like, but what if it was really good? <laughs> <laughs> now we can't watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'll get past it. 
There's more I drama. I have to say that definitely the resolution with the aunt for me was it just it didn't ring true. Like right. I felt like it was missing something. I can't understand her motivation. Yeah. I can't understand. Now I think oh, that like that it, was definitely some uh, on not aired explanation because they that was so glossed over that there's no way that their writer originally intended to bring her back and not have her explain it a little bit more because it's just like what okay I get that you guys I, like your husband died and all that stuff but I don't understand why you abandoned her that way and they just did never explained it you know well not only abandoned her but when she heard that she was still alive it's like oh well i want nothing to do with her right it's like what the heck lady yeah. <laughs> you know yeah at that point it felt like she was operating out of guilt instead of love and that's why she kept hiding it away yeah but but yeah but even so it's been 10 years and not to sound callous but the strength of the emotions have passed on a bit so i think after 10 years you could put your big britches on and go and you know, mm-hmm. say yeah. hi to your niece that you supposedly loved way back when, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think her me. character is definitely yeah. one that was the probably affected most by the the shorter episode count. So they just kind of had to go with, let's <sighs> focus on the OTV. I will hope. <laughs> I, it, I, you know what? <laughs> I honestly, I'd have to go back, but I'm pretty sure in the previews, there was actually a scene where she was talking about something like the aunt. They showed her like talking about somebody, so-and-so told me to leave or something like that. And then we never saw that scene play out in the drama. So I really do think that mm. she, her character was, because I was expecting, oh, okay, what explanation can you give me? I don't think I'd accept it. And then that never came into the last episode. And I was like, oh, okay. So wait, I thought it did in the montage where they were explaining what happened with the uncle and how he was trying to separate himself from her legally in oh. order to keep the bankruptcy from mm-hmm. affecting her. I thought that was part of it. Okay, maybe it was, and I just missed that part. I just thought it was more to do with why she abandoned her after the the uncle died versus why she gave up for the house. But you're probably you could be right. You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I that was. Something that I felt like was explained satisfactorily just because he was doing everything in his power to save Sauri and it meant breaking up their family, but he was willing to do anything that he could to make it so that nobody was affected by his bankruptcy. Right. So, I mean, and it could be that the reason I I would kind of sort of accept her saying, well, I just blamed her for my husband's death. So I couldn't continue to be there for her. And I left that. Could make sense to me. Yeah, that would have been helpful too. Yeah, yeah, I would have <laughs> been okay been, with that. That would have been better. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then I could understand it. It's just it was. It just wasn't clear to me what her motivation was. Like, because she had the money, like she sold the house and right. kept the money and saved it, and it just didn't. I don't know. But perhaps a little bit, just another episode or so, might have helped with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, quick question. Mm-hmm. I I might have missed this. Did the aunt know that her bills were being taken care of? No. At all? Or did she just like ditch her? That never came they up. They didn't that explain that. No. They, they didn't because, explain it. Because that's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, it's like, okay, well, I know that I raised you for years, but I'm going to run away with the money and just ditch you. I don't know. Well, that bugs me. The- the other part of that is that in, in Korean culture, in the in the country of Korea, the way the healthcare system is, that's pretty much a death sentence. If you can't pay for your health care, 
This isn't because this is not just maintenance care. This is long term care. They don't have yeah. that unless you pay for it. So I, I mean, technically, they could have thrown her out on the streets, and Auntie has run off with all the you know out of her guilt or money. I don't know what it was, but for whatever well, reason, it bugs me that she didn't look back. Right. You know, it's like it'd be one thing if you'd be like, well, I didn't have money to live and pay for your things and or whatever. But they don't explain it. I right. don't know. That whole thing left a sour taste in my stomach. Was so. she pregnant at the time that all of this happened? Is that where that cousin came from? She had to be. <laughs> Immaculate conception. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, know, right yes, no, remember, because she said, because I think she told yeah, him. Yeah, probably. If I remember right. be about the right age. She so. told yeah. him, that was one of the things, is like, you have me and the baby to be to take care of. Because I think I remember in the, like, when she went to the hospital or something. There was some scene where she told, she told him she was, she, that she was pregnant. So, yeah, I think okay. it was at the same time he was doing the paperwork to yeah. start the separation for everything. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just have to leave unsatisfied, but it is. <laughs> so, so it's not okay. like I was invested in the ant. So right. we're good. Right. <laughs> so let's move on to favorite moment of the series. Mm. Um, favorite moment of I, the series I, I really like where he came back off the airplane and then she was telling him how he was her first love too I really like that scene mm-hmm. um, it connected them even more strongly than they were before and I really enjoyed how it went full circle with that so I wasn't expecting it I enjoyed that scene that I was sweet. I think, aside from that scene, because I would say that that's probably one of the strongest scenes for the the um, main couple. But I think that um, where Jennifer and it, it's a it's a sappy scene, but like when she comes back and they're all together, because I just loved that that they're they really were a family, and that solidified mm-hmm. like that no matter the how much time has passed, that they're still going to come back together and they're still going to be a family. For me, it's something similar. I think, um, although I, the one that just keeps, like, that's strong in my mind is um, pretty much any Jennifer scene, but when she's <laughs> wearing her Jennifer nightgown and her bonnet, you know, her, her nightcap, I just, I love it. And now every time I see, like, a Chinese drama and they're wearing these, lids, right? We're watching Rise of Phoenixes and we're like, look, he's wearing a Jennifer nightgown. And this is um, the main hottie guy, too. <laughs> it's like, he has a full Jennifer nightgown. And it's like, Jennifer! <laughs> and I, I thought the same thing at the BTS concert when Jimin and uh, was wearing his flowy white outfit. Thought, oh, it's a Jennifer outfit. <laughs> I think she's going to live in our vernacular for many years Forever. to come. Yeah. Because so. she's and one of those memorable characters. The way they established her, she was quirky and cut off and yet still relatable. That was a serious sort of writing magic that they pulled off there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've seen her in so many things yet, you know, we're watching what beauty inside and she's in the audience and we're, we're all like, it's Jennifer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yep. And mm-hmm. honestly, for me, I cannot pick a favorite moment mm-hmm. out of the series. I loved the entire thing from beginning to end. Yeah. So 
maybe my favorite theme in the series is the fact that they kept picking each other over all their other alternatives over Berlin or anything else mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah, Agreed. they just made me happy. I love that couple. <laughs> yeah. Like, binge watching it because I had to get it done real fast because this week snuck up on me and I'm like, oh, I love them. I don't have enough time to focus on them, but I love them, <laughs> you know, and uh now I want another drama with them as the OTP. That would yeah. make me happy. <laughs> they so. were just so sweet and not, there was never that, I don't know, that they were, they were sweet towards each other from the beginning, really. Even, mm-hmm. even with his kind of quirkiness and all of that, there was a sweetness. Yeah. So, with every character. Like, there wasn't any characters that I was like, oh, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Except the aunt for me. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah no, she was. <laughs> I'm trying to block her from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I guess we can yeah. pick our favorite characters. If it's possible, is it possible? I don't know. I think everybody's is probably Jennifer. That's a that's a pretty, you know, statement that I think we I all agree. Know. But I think Wu Jin, well, like uh, lately, I have been getting more and more where I can't stand the cold, um, rich, jerky uh, lead guy that eventually stops being a jerk. And so the Wu Jin characters of the of the drama verse are like amazing. Like that's I love them. And he like, like you guys said, and it wasn't just her; it was everybody in the show. Yeah, he was weird. He was kind of quirky, but he respected people, and he was always um, treated them like the way that he treated Jennifer from the moment that she came in the house. They were so he was just like, oh, okay, she's kind of quirky. I'm quirky, whatever. So I, I I think he might be aside from Jennifer my favorite character out of everybody. So I think mine is so re. Uh, hmm. She was just so likable and sweet <laughs> and was able to have a grounded character despite being very, not flighty, but, you know, she, there was something effervescent about her. She was kind of above it all a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. she's not she's not the character I'm used to with the candy girl and all of the depression or the hardships and all that like she turned everything around and she made it very positive even as she was going through these hard things and so I really appreciated that with her um so I think she's my favorite character out of the series Hmm. I love Jennifer but I wouldn't watch it just for her storyline I liked Jennifer as the side character so oh I agree with that I I loved Jennifer, but she um, she was part of the, like, it was the family, you know? Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah. So, having said that, I think, um, since you've named some of the others, I think the nephew really um, made my heart flutter. Yeah. <laughs> he really was so sweet. Yeah. I'm kind of sad he didn't take that role, and now I'm just like, now I want to see him in, like, a role where he gets the romance, and he gets to be the puppy, and... Exactly. He's the little high school student who's falling in love. You know, I want that for him. And I feel cheated <laughs> that he didn't take that role. But um, but we'll see what happens. So hopefully in the future he'll thrive. I think we'll see him again soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. He did a really good job in this series. Yeah. So 
That's not fair. You all took all my favorite characters. I have no one left. <laughs> the chicken, the chick, and the dog. No, the chicken was just annoying. <laughs> no, I'll take Chan's best friends because they were oh adorable gosh, and they, they didn't were. really need much backstory just no. to add flavor. Yeah. I think that's part of the success of this series is the secondary characters are so unique. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, with Jennifer, we got her full story, but like with the best friends, we understood who they were and they just fit and we didn't need any more than that. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the running um, thing about him looking old, that just cracked me up every yeah. single time. <laughs> it's like, you look so old. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But yeah, Although, sorry, I, I, know, I did notice in the outline, Carrie, that um, you did try to break the rules by saying all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was channeling you. <laughs> Just thought I should point that out, considering. <clears throat> so would we recommend the show to everyone? Uh, I definitely would. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was sweet. It was innocent. And, you know, sometimes we just want a very, like... Just like something with not a lot of stress, and I felt this was it. I mean, there was dramatic moments, but they weren't stressful because yeah. yeah. I always felt that it was going to work out in the end, and so this, I never had to worry about that. This was my happy place show, like, and I so I would recommend it to people who kind of maybe you're watching other things that are gritty or you know, really high angst. This wasn't. It was just sort of a, you know, and I looked forward to it every Monday and Tuesday. And um, it was, it was, it was my happy place. Yes, absolutely. It was like coming home at the end of a long day. It was just perfect. I would absolutely recommend it to anyone. I'm actually trying to get somebody to watch it right now. I'm like, no, I know you've got this huge backlog, but you need to watch this drama. It's so sweet. And it's just like that perfect, like you said, if you've got other things going on or if you just have stressful stuff going on, it never stressed me out. And it always, like by the end of the episodes, I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've had a nice little family hug. Yeah. I'm getting a little worried about our end of the year battle of the OTP kind of reboot because <laughs> we have so many. We had it was a good year. It was I mean, a great was a year lot for that OTP. I dropped, but the ones that I didn't were really strong. Mm, so. See, they're oh. like for me the ultimate sweet couple. Like you've got your right. hot steamy from Secretary Kim or from Fuyao. So, you, you know, you've got like those. Like kicking couple. Right. But then you've also like got. Rise of the Phoenixes. We have our politicking oh, couple. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Which Carrie and I have no idea and don't care to. <laughs> right you now. guys are missing out. It's <laughs> only 70 <laughs> episodes. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> I that is like sleep. so easy to do, oh, as yeah. I say, and I'm like 45 episodes behind. Oh my <laughs> lord! I'm that gives me a panic attack. <laughs> 45. <laughs> it's so good. It really is. Like, like we're doing a, a review of it, and I s- could not stop taking photos for it and I'm like I can't just pick one so I started making collages (laughs) she sends me all these collages (laughs) and they look amazing oh Oh, they're both amazing they're all amazing like and the everything about it they're just amazing and they're not necessarily I mean they're certainly not a sweet couple no Um, not like you know our our friends from this one but um, yeah although I think perhaps the come and hug me couple might 
compete as far as sweet couple. But they were, they were like very sweet. Mel- like they were bittersweet. Because there was so much sadness surrounding them. So I couldn't really, like, say they were completely sweet. We're going to have so much problems. (laughs) But we can ignore that for, what, two more months until January? Uh Well, at least least for the podcast. podcast. (laughs) For the blog, we have to start getting our butts in gear and nailing all that down. But, you know. Yeah. Procrastinating. (laughs) <laughs> I still have 45 episodes. I can't do that yet. <laughs> I only have 30. So, <laughs> And on that note, so feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. We read every blog comment and Facebook comment. There are also great places to leave suggestions for future topics. We love to hear from our readers and listeners. We'd also love it if you could leave a rating and a review for us on Apple Podcast. It's a great way to let other people know just how awesome we are and definitely not part of our ultimate plan to conquer the world. Don't forget that we have exclusive content available through Patreon. Come join us for extras from podcasts that ran too long and our once a month Patreon exclusives. We'll include the link in our show notes. And thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we love sharing it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.